Welcome to TLC for the Soul podcast, where soul meets spirit. You have entered into sacred space. I'm your host, Tammy Lynn Chambers, and I'm here to help you shine. Now let's get going on this podcast journey. Hello, everyone. Hello and welcome. Welcome to the podcast. We are here today for the March energy update or forecast or I don't know whatever you want to call it. March energies part one. So before I get into everything that has been coming up for March, um, everything that's been channeled in for March energies, I want to get us all settled in and ready to listen to the messages that are coming forth, the um, March energy story that has been channeled, the spirit guide and the totems coming forth for the month, and all of the juicy goodness um, that is going to be coming up to support us during the month of March. If you're new to the podcast, I welcome you here. Thank you for joining us. I hope you'll find this a fun space and one that has, um, you know, something for you on your journey, on your spiritual path. If you're a returning listener, then thank you for joining me yet again. We are here for another, another month. We made it through the month of February. Now we're here for March, which has a completely different energy. Um, you'll see when we get into all of the good stuff. So I invite you to get comfortable. We are not going to be doing anything today that would cause you to close your eyes. However, as we always say here on the podcast, you choose how you listen. So if you're new, you may just want to settle in and kind of see you know, how we roll here at TLC for the Soul. Um, see what this, um, what this community is all about. You can also choose to um, settle in and listen to all the metaphors and messages that will be coming through the energy forecast. And I assume if you're here, you're familiar with that, like familiar with using your intuition and your insight and and all of that to kind of tuss out and suss out or whatever the word is, <laughs> um, deeper meanings from the things that are, that are coming forward. We will be using um, some oracle decks um, and some tarot cards as part of the energy forecast. You can take the listening to a third higher level and um, invite in your own spirit guides, angels, deities, power animals, whoever you work with to join you for this forecast. Um, This is jam-packed and Um, Quite interesting in that we are being asked to split the month into two energy updates, and I'll share more about that in a little bit. Right now, I'm wrapping us all in love light and light love, inviting in the guides that would like to join me here in this sacred circle, inviting your guides in. Let's just take a deep breath together. Giving thanks for all the energies that have you know, come before us, 
so far. Um, this is a energy forecast from March 2021. Many of the messages, though, are timeless. Whenever you listen to this is when you're meant to find this, meant to find these messages, these words. just clear our energy field before we dive right in. I'm going to do some OM chanting just three times. You're welcome to join me just to clear your vibe, clear your space. Um, if you'd also like to pause the um, podcast for a moment and grab your sacred tools, um, whether that be candles or you know incense or crystals or whatever um, that you would like to accompany on this journey, because it is a journey for the month. This is what I aim to present to you is the whole year. Well, the whole thing is like this rolling ongoing journey. And for most of this, it started, um, it started, obviously it started in January, but it just keeps building and building on each other as we go throughout the year. And now we're here in March and we'll be building on what was done in January and February and on and on and on. It just goes on and on and on. So let's just take a deep breath, and if you'd like to join me, you can. If not, you can just listen. This is meant to clear your energy field and clear the vibe of our circle as we join our hearts together in sacred community space. Here we go. Oh. started tapping in earlier today to March, um, the theme that had come up, so let me just backtrack for a second. Um, we're working in quarters, like three month, um, installments of an overarching theme for the year. And for the beginning of the year from, um, January to March, the theme has been, um, love and relationships, sacred partnerships. And in January, we talked about soulmates and karmic relationships, and that was kind of our theme for the month. And then February, our theme was self-love, although there was a very heavy focus still on union. So um, for you twin flames out there and divine counterparts or whatever label you want to put on it, you're one. You're one that you can't live without. <laughs> well, you can live without them, but um, it's more fun when they're there, when they're in your life. Um January was heavily focused on the Divine Feminine, 
February had a little bit more of a focus on the Divine Masculine when we um, went into our ASMR storytelling with Jameson. And March, the theme is they're giving me is Union and Unity. And it's Union. And, and what do those two things mean in the context of all this fire that's going to be coming through for the month? So union is divine counterpart union. I'm just not not sugarcoating it. That's what it means. A lot of um, soul unions are coming into 3D physical communication and connection this month. And if you're not on that path of, of you know working towards your divine counterpart, then unity. And Union Within are going to be key players this month. Um, all of this is working with the element of fire. So before I go any further, um, I do have in the background a crackling fire. I'm going to light my candle and share the totems that have come forward for the month of March for us and kind of help keep myself on track since there's so much to share. Everything that came through this month was orange and deeper colors of like the lower chakras. So I will get into that here. I'm going to light this candle. This is a vanilla chai, earthy smelling, very earthy, beautiful cinnamony chai smelling candle in a very cool looking like yellow, smoky yellow little, I don't know, I love it, that little, little glass thing that you burn candles in. <laughs> The totems that would like to join us for the month of March are the red-tailed hawk, a very solar, um, solar power animal. I'm very excited to be working with it with that energy. And the um, we have a spirit plant energy coming in. I've been working with this um, personally for the last couple of months now, but it's Elithero. It's a type of ginseng. And it's all about energy and vitality. And I've just been using the um, tincture of that myself. I'm not saying you have to use that. You can just, you know, that's one of the totems that's coming in is energy and vitality. And I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> um, we're going to need it for all of this fire energy coming in. So it's not just about union and unity. It's like the, like I said earlier, it's like the teasing. Ugh. Let me just say, if you are kind of not in touch with your sacred sexuality or your sensuality or your own passion, like if those things kind of trigger you or make you feel like, um, oh, no, this isn't for me, um, this may not be in the month for you to hang out in the podcast, um, because we're going to be focusing a lot on Tantra. That was the other main theme that came out. And I'm not talking about we're going to be here, you know, doing sexual union stuff on the podcast. Although what we're going to be doing is like the tantra to me is like the seducing, the um, the teasing out. It's like the foreplay of the sexual union. And let me tell you, for March, it feels very heavy. Like this um, tantric energy feels very strong for March. Um, hence the Ilothero coming out, like ginseng, you know, typically has been touted. I, I don't know. I don't think this particular um, uh, 
species of ginseng is is meant for that. It's meant like for me, I use it to give me more energy, like um, stamina, physical stamina, um, just because I was having kind of some low energy. But regardless, um, it's all about the <laughs> the teasing out of um, stuff that I think really has been underactive in the feminine. We've suppressed, many feminines have suppressed their sacred sexuality, I can't even say it, sexuality for way too long. Um, Being that passionate, you know, feminine um, fire goddess and all these themes start to tie together. And for the masculine, I think in a sense, um, the shadow side, and there goes my son, it always starts whenever I get online, you'll just know he's there. for the masculine, I think the shadow side of uh, Tantra and, and union and sacred sexuality has been a little overworked, like the lust and the, and the you know, <laughs> love them and leave them kind of thing. And, um, you know, and I think more masculines now are, are understanding more how to work with that power. And I shared this, I think it was just yesterday in my, in an Instagram video I did where, um, it's kind of like that you hear like for, um, men that are going into battle or men that are going into the ring to, you know, fight a fight or whatever. And it's like, I I don't have, um, sexual, um, relations like the night before I'm going to go into battle or the night before I'm going to go into the ring because I'm saving that sexual energy to create, and to be a warrior spirit and to use it, sure, for sexual union, but for other things as well. And to drive, drive, you know, drive up passions because a lot of our creativity comes from there. So the month of March, we're going to be working pretty strongly with the um, lower Dantian, um, as they call it, you know, in Eastern, some of the Eastern modalities. We're going to be working from the sacral all the way up to the heart in that area there. So with our power center and up through the heart. And we're really going to be activating and amplifying those energies. Um, We're just, and I think what we're trying, what we're getting to is we're getting to a place where when, when Beltane comes in May, that we are going to not be shy about getting around that maypole and hanging out in the Beltane fires for a little while because um, it's a good old party time up in there. But I mean, it's opening us up for the spring. It's coming, right, for fertility. And then summer is coming for action and getting things done. So it's all working with the rhythms and the flow of life. So we've got hawk and we've got illothero ginseng. And we've got the element of fire coming out. And this month, I believe in, um, what is it? In Earth Song, which is our um, earth work and our meditation series, we're going to be working with Krakatoa. So this caldera, which is in Indonesia, I know it's very, very powerful. And it just came to me like, boop, I just heard Krakatoa. And I was like, okay, not familiar with you, but um, we'll be working with um, Krakatoa to help calm its little fiery passions down this month during Earth Song. So we'll get into that later. The spirit guide of the month is always kind of a very popular um 
theme for a month. He carries, or he or she or it, um, carries through the entire month and weaves its way into all of the podcast series, um, into the books that I may be working on, the stories that I'm writing. Um, last month we had the Mist Vamp, so February was really more. I don't want to do too much of a Feb review because we, in our community hangout at the end of the month, um, we do a review of the month, you know, the prior month. But February was all about the Mist Vamp, and specifically water was the element and fog for February, and there was just a lot of stuff we were we were working through that we couldn't really see our, you know, hands in front of our face kind of thing. And now all of a sudden all this fire comes in to kind of like burn away all the fog. And you will see at the end of this podcast episode when I read our month monthly energy story, how we start out, somehow we start out, we're still with the misvamp, and then all of a sudden um, this next guide steps in. And if you're not familiar with us, um, these are all my own personal spirit guides. Um, I have so many of them. So... Um, I got them through this through spirit guide auctions. That's like a, a story I explained in February. If you want to hear about all about that, you can go hear the February energy story. Um, and if you want to catch up with our themes of where we're at and you're new, like you can go back and listen in the podcast to like the energy stories. But I counted them up how many I have that I and I haven't used many of these at all. But I have like 35 <laughs> spirit guides um, that are just raring to work with us. And finally, I was like, okay, I'm breaking out the list because I have them all in a document. Um, and I was like, oh, let's get started working with these. So our, without further ado, because he's like, can we get on with this? Um, the guy that wants to work with us for March is called the Fiery Lion Shifter. I'm going to read his description because when I bid on these as my spirit guide auction, you know, they came with all little descriptions, and then we could kind of bid on them and... The ones that were supposed to be meant to come to us, you know, we would win those in, in the auction. But this is, he appears as a native African man who has a smoldering stare and incredible strength that flows from him in waves of heat. When he shifts, he explodes in flames, becoming a lion that is fiery and fierce. He brings incredible protection, inner strength, focus, determination, and fire energy. And um, I could feel him right away, like um, warm inside when he's around. And really the Kundalini gets active when he's around, which jumps into um, our tarot card for the month. So I drew a tarot card because I'm like, what is the month? What is the overall energy of, of our month in the tarot all about? And I use the Light Seers Tarot. I really am jiving right now with the, just the images because I read them somewhat more intuitively. Um, a little bit of the traditional like uh, meaning, obviously, but I kind of read the images as well. And we got the devil. Okay, but if you have you've not seen it, you should go Google like or look up. You have a website. I love the Light Series Tarot website because you can do pick a cards from the website and they've got all the cards and all the meanings and everything there. But the devil in that deck is like, holy smokes, it's more about passion than it is like, um, 
yeah, it can be about vices and other things like the traditional devil card, you know, with the two people and the chains and all that and the goat headed guy or whatever. But this guy on the devil card in this deck is like, I'm taking your hand right now. <laughs> Let's go. It's all about passion. So I was at first I was like, oh, you naughty you. It was like naughtiness. And like Tantra, I'm telling you, is what came up there. So we're working with the and more male energy too. So we're working with the fiery lion shifter, and um, we're working with volcanoes because um, Pele also um, showed up, and I was like, oh, when she shows up, our Kundalini is gonna get way active because she's always, whenever I work with people. Um, she's always wanting to activate and um, activate their kundalini. So Pele showed up. And then the book of the month is The Stallion Returns, which I will be um, previewing. If you join me in the community hangout, if you're listening to this one, this podcast drops. Then a couple days from now, we'll be doing the live hangout, end of month, end of month hangout, and I'll be previewing um my sixth book, which is The Stallion Returns, um, and that has got, um, I won't give too much away there, but just let's just say that the Divine Masculine finally steps up and um, comes into his own power and kind of um, takes on an evil, kind of evil energy that's threatening Thunder Rose Ranch. And then the book I'll be working to complete this month is also another one that I started a while back and set aside and um, it's called Viola Fire and it is about a fire goddess called Viola and um, yeah that's one I'm going to be um, working to try to finish for this month so there's freaking fire everywhere <laughs> there's fire all over the place so I don't know what that means for our ASMR storytelling we'll be bringing um, what we know with Jameson kind of to a wrap up and I think we'll be continuing it in, in some fashion into March and um, some of our other series we'll see what wants to be birthed um, through them for the rest of the month. I said I was going to put out like a monthly itinerary but I'm not sure I'm going to do that because I feel like I'll be the only one kind of using it. So I don't know if there's a, if you guys are interested in getting like when I, when I do this and you want me to do like a monthly itinerary of kind of what we're working on for the month, um, all the different uh, episodes of the podcast that will be up for the month to support you and kind of when they'll be dropping, um, I can do that. So let's go ahead and get into our themes for March. I'm really interested. So these are like the three key points. I think it's three, maybe more or less, but the key points that um, are being driven out with this, all of these things I've already said, um, what else do, do we want to know about union and unity and Tantra, which I guess are our three key overarching themes. So for that, I'm bringing in my own deck that I made, the <laughs> I was gonna say, Labyrinth of Dragonshire. I should just rename it. It seems like it wants to be called the Dragons of Lancashire, but no, it's the, it's the Labyrinth of Dragonshire deck and the Musician's Oracle deck. 
So I'm going to shuffle here and see what comes up and we'll talk about each one and see what all this means for you. Like, what does all this mean for you? Um, because if you are kind of on this journey with me for the month, then these things all start to show up in your own life because you've entered a sacred container of the month of March with me and it's being set up by the guides. These energies are coming through in the um, astrology. Like it's not just me um, channeling in some information um, and you can go back to the previous months of the podcast and see like, how did those things play out for you? Did they play out for you? Like, don't just take what I say and, you know, because I'm saying it to, is, I'm not even saying it's so I'm just channeling it in and letting you, you know, take what you resonate with, leave the rest. Um, if something doesn't seem like it's for you, like you don't have to take my word for any of this. Uh, but what I find happens is what I channel in and really what a lot of other way showers that I resonate with, there's very few right now, but that's some that I do listen to, um, what we end up channeling in is in line with the astrological transits and things that are happening for the month as well. And it just seems to channel down into these messages for everybody and into the cards. So let's go ahead and draw what cards we're going to draw on. Let's get into that. Let me shuffle. This is the musician's deck. Let's see what cards we have to go with the devil card. This is for March for Union and Unity and Tantra. Who are we gonna? What other messages? What do we want folks to know about? What do you want me to talk about? Key themes. And keep in mind, this is just the first few weeks of March up to St. Patrick's Day is when they told me that there's going to be a big shift. And um, we're going to have some other things to talk about. So I'll be doing a part two of this podcast for the second part of March. It has to do with working with luck energy. That's all I know. Okay, I've got one card, and I'm going to see what else wants to come out from the other deck, the Labyrinth deck. Anything to support this other card here that I've got. Waiting for it to jump out definitively. One. That's all. One, two. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Wait. Okay, I'm gonna take all these cards that they're kind of stuffing into my hand. <laughs> so I got one one musician's card, and I got a whole bunch. Let me see. One, two, three. Four, five, six, seven of the other deck. So for the musician card, we got Diana Ross. And um, in this card, she is surrounded by um, orbs, like all different orbs. And she's mainly in the upper chakras, which is very surprising to me since we're talking so much about fire and the lower chakras. So she's surrounded in like lavenders and pink and like a kind of like a tan orangey color but she's got orbs like all around her and her head is surrounded in like a violet color and the card say the card says make sure they never see the last of you if a job's worth doing it's worth doing in a ball gown and you can be a better you than anyone else so I want to see what these other cards are supporting Diana Ross because she was part of a of a group of women, right? She was part of the Supremes. She wasn't just a solo actress. 
So let's see. So the first card to support that, you can be a better you than anyone else. And whenever I get that card, this Diana Ross card, for me, the significance it has, it's kind of like spirit guides are all around you and spirit is all around you and and you're always being divinely guided. Um, everything in your life is that you are asking for is being divinely orchestrated and um, and just, just to be. So let's see. The first card we got to support that is full moon. Something is being revealed. So with this full moon, this Virgo full moon, if you're listening to this when this drops, and even if you're not, um, you can tap into the full moon energy like three or four days, sometimes longer, um, longer. Hold on. There's... Okay, so for whatever interesting thing, whatever energies are coming in now, they're saying are going to last like towards the end of the year, towards like November, they're saying. So this full moon is very, very powerful, new beginning, and energies and insights and things that are being revealed to you now and things that are coming up for this month have an influence in your life all the way through November 2021. So it's interesting. It's like they basically stopped my mouth from moving, like stop talking um, to share that. So I would say that whatever comes up for you this month, definitely keep a journal of what themes, what um, manifestations you're working on, because it sounds like between now and November of this year, um, you know, it's being heavily aspected in your favor is what they're saying. Oh, I know what this is. Okay. I know what this is. So I'm going to, do you want me to talk about it now? Okay. There's an astrological alignment happening at the end of March. And in the second part of the podcast, when we go into luck, they are going to talk more about this luck energy. So they don't want me to focus on it now. Just let you know that it is coming, that the second part of March is just like <laughs> jump up and down lucky. Okay, like the end pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. So it begins. So just know that's coming. And for things that you have been working towards, all the things that you have been wanting to manifest, or even if you haven't thought about that yet, you know, start at this full moon to um, jot those things down and make sure you're very clear on what you do want and what you don't want because this very auspicious time between now and November, um, a lot of stuff's going to start happening. The next card we got is boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Card number 22. For anyone, really, um, as this relates to the Diana Ross card, there are a lot of energies floating in and around right now. Um, this morning, I was channeling in some new cosmic light language. I mean, from deep space, like beyond our solar system. And I will be working with that more fully um, with the bringers of the light and Avalon. But suffice it to say that there is a lot of transmission happening right now, and some of it is for your best and highest good, and maybe some of it's not for your best and highest good. 
and some of it is supporting your goals and manifestations and others others of it is not supportive of you and your goals and manifestations um, and it could just be you know your own ego like keeping you from getting things done um, it could be other people in your life who good intentions or not are keeping you from you know what you need to do because we are moving into to a time of getting things done um, March is going to support that and just throughout the rest of the year it's supported to bring all these big dreams you know into manifestation or pretty close to it they're saying for some of you certain things may not be exactly but you're gonna get pretty darn close um, working with these energies but you've got to have boundaries around um, you know, who who will I let distract me? What energy am I, am I going to allow into my reality? Am I going to let that guy down the street who always gives me a snarky look when he passes by? Am I going to let him like ruin my day and, and get to me? And so the rest of the day, all I can think about is his snarky energy. I actually had that happen this morning. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going to let this snarky man like get to me. Um, so I had to be very strong and say like, okay, Tammy, you, as much as you are empathic and you can feel all of that being projected, um, you just, you know, send that person love and compassion and let's just keep going. Kind of like when Master Ko, always like to talk about Master Ko, but kind of what Master Ko is like, I'm, I'm not the thoughts, I'm not the emotions, I'm just the soul. And I'm like, yes, okay, in this case, I'm not going to be snarky back or whatever. Very clear on your boundaries this month. At all, all times, really, but it seems to be coming up um, right now. Okay, the next card we got is fun is required right now. So it doesn't have to be so heavy and daunting. And let me tell you, for all this fire energy that was coming through, we are going to be having some fun. Fun could be pleasure. Not online, but... Not on the podcast, but I mean, just think about what some ways you can have fun this way, this month. Um, what are some ways that you can incorporate self-love into passion and, and incorporate Tantra into fun and incorporate um, Tantric practices into your union if you are a divine counterpart who is already in union like how can you spice it up this month because that devil energy i'm telling you was coming through strong and it was all about spicy and this candle right now smells really spicy so it's all about kind of spicing up life whatever that means to you like putting some spice in life does it like doesn't have to be so some days it just feels like you know chop wood and carry water or whatever there's that card and that saying like Colette Baron Reed I think has a card that's kind of like chop wood carry water and I'm like after a while you know you got to break that up in some way shape or form like you just can't routine 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 every single day like groundhog day like I just don't you know like go to bed wake up do my stuff go to bed wake up it's like there has to be something fun and something to look forward to um, or where's that, you know, to spice up life a little bit. So that energy is coming in to support you for March. The next card we got is, yep, yeah, it's just a confirmation. We got the card that's that in my deck is called Forward Motion. So it's like full speed ahead. You are being fully supported. Um, back to the Diana Ross card, like set your intentions and get moving. It's no more time to be sitting on the couch. 
Um, and you know, even if you're feeling kind of crappy, um, again, Master Co. And he's kind of he's kind of like my tough love guy, my tough love um, guide. And he said something the other day, and it kind of triggered me. He's like, um, if if when I work out in the gym, you know, I push myself sometimes beyond my limit, and that's that's my soul pushing me to to go farther and to do more. And I was like, hey, what are you talking about? You know, I thought we were told not to push ourselves and to be sensitive and gentle with ourselves. And I was like, hmm. And then I started thinking about, okay, but am I ever going to um, am I ever going to improve if I just keep being so sensitive and gentle with myself? So. Um, for example, I started doing these high intensity interval training workouts and right now they're really hard for me. Like, and they're only 15 minutes long and it feels like I've exercised like the whole day after I do one. And, um, you know, after I do one, I'm like, oh, I think I need a few days to, to, um, snap back from that and I'll just do some yin and I'll just yoga and I'll just kind of like take it easy. And this same workout keeps showing up in my recommended on YouTube. And I'm like, is today another day to do high intensity training? And finally, I was like, yes, it is. Because am I ever going to build my muscles up? Am I ever going to get stronger um, if I keep just sitting here thinking that I have to constantly baby myself? Because yes, there are times, um, obviously, if you're not really feeling good, but is it you're not really, it's back to the, are you resting or are you retreating? Are you not really feeling good? Okay, maybe you do have a crappy day. Um, but balance that out with a day where you really kind of push yourself a little bit beyond what you think your limit is. Because I think for most of us, we think that we have a baseline and really like the bar, you have to raise the bar a little bit. Like I'm never going to keep, I'm never going to build myself. Mine right now is I've got it. I'm trying to build my stamina back up physically, um, from just, you know, whatever, but it's like, well, I'm never going to get back to where I was when I felt really strong, which was a really long time ago. Um, if I don't like ramp it up a little bit, like, um, maybe I need to go do some reps in the gym on some weights, or maybe I need to, you know, push myself just a little bit. Like it's not going to hurt me. And you know, it's definitely not going to, you know, obviously I'm going to be careful. I'm not going to do anything to injure myself. I understand my own limits. I understand my own boundaries. But um, sometimes it's like you need someone um, to be the little tough love guru and say, like, I think you need to raise your bar just a little bit higher. Um, it is time to um, it is time to get up and get moving and <laughs> get up off your butt and get moving. I'm going to leave it at that. Maybe that resonates with you and maybe it doesn't. And if you feel like you're already moving and you're off your butt, then that's not for you. Um, it's for those of us that, you know, need a little bit of extra push um, to get going. The next card, yep, this is a confirmation, let go of my ego. That's right, right there. So if you're like, well, that's not me. Let me tell you, every time I hear something that kind of like pokes at me when somebody's doing like a message or any little thing that kind of pokes at me and it's like, nah, it's not meant for me. Um, nine times out of 10, it's meant for me. <laughs> so if you're sitting there like, well, I don't think that could be me, um, most likely it's a message meant for you. <laughs> just telling me that. The next card we got is you're almost to the end. And I don't know when I see this card, I have like mixed emotions, <laughs> but how does it apply to the devil card and the Diana Ross card and our themes of unity and union? I want to just break that out a little bit. So 
For union, you're almost to the end, like I said, and they, they are telling me that there are unions that will be coming into 3D physical union this month and throughout the remainder of 2021 and beyond all the way to 2024. So if you're in the 2024 camp, which you may not know, am I 2021, am I 2022, where am I in this whole union thing, if that's one of your, your goals, then to continue to hear you're almost to the end is like so frustrating. It does kind of help you keep going, but it helps me keep going when I know that it's like maybe weeks away or a couple of months away. If it's like years away, then I'm sorry, spirit, but you need to give me a different message because that is, it can be empowering, but at the same time, it can be disheartening because if I keep getting this message, you're almost to the end, like years and years and years, I keep getting this, like to the end of what and when, like I start to get, I start to get snarkies, I start to get fiery, like, come on, maybe you need to give me a different message, like be realistic about, um, be realistic about your goals and your accomplishments and when you expect to achieve them. But know that there is this divine timing at play, which is also goes back to the let go of my ego card, like letting go of fears. Like when you heard me say that some of your manifestations may not happen in 2021, did you right away go into like a fear, a feeling of fear? Like, oh shit, like, you mean I got to wait like another year, possibly longer? They're saying... Sometimes, yes, that is so, but that there's so much forward motion going on that if you continue to work with the themes in this podcast, and it's not just work with me, I mean, you can work with anybody you want, but if you continue to work on yourself in whatever way resonates with you and you are able to identify or have someone help you identify areas where you need to step up your game. Um, if that means you seek out an energy worker, you know, a high priestess, a shaman, whatever, like I do all of those, but I mean, you have to work with me, but it, anybody who can help you maybe identify things that are in your blind spot, which all goes back to the very first card of something is being revealed. What's in my blind spot? Like that's a journal question for you to ask your guides. So if you're the, the listeners that are working deep with your guides right now, then I would say like, what is in my blind spot and what do I need to know? Because there may still things things that need to be worked on, things that need to be resolved, um, 3D things that have to happen before other stuff can happen. And some of them may be up to you to get off, off your behind and get moving and get those things done. So that is a big um, journal question. I would definitely explore that more is what is in my blind spot. And maybe somehow we can work into the podcast to do some sort of like a pick a card or whatever for that. So we'll, we'll see. I'll jot that down and we'll see about that. And then the last card we got is this card. I love this card. Samhain is like my favorite. Samhain or Halloween, however you want to look at it. End of November. That whole, I mean, the end of October, that whole month of October. Even this fiery energy with this candle that I have burning um, reminds me of autumn and fall. But this card says Samhain, spirit, soul work, ghosts return, Spirits rise, ancestors, and boo, like woo, you know, <laughs> get a little scared. So themes, so this is either, tell me, what does this tell me? Themes that come up during Samhain are returning. 
So what what kind of what do you feel like when you think back to when you think to October and when you think to autumn? What maybe themes came up for you last um, autumn? Uh, because those are going to be revisited. My nose is so itchy. I don't know if this is part of the podcast, but my nose is so itchy. Like, it reminds me of, like, Bewitched when she would, like, wiggle her nose and would manifest things. But, <laughs> oh, no, Witch, witchy energy. Um, but for Samhain, um, I would explore these themes of soul work, ghost return, which is we got this card in January when we had karmic partners coming back in to try and muddy the waters. Um, and this boundary card could be showing up again for those of you that have any type of third party relationship um, that could be impacting you from moving forward towards a union with a divine counterpart or a third party relationship that could be impacting you with coming into you know, unity with yourself. Um, it's all part of the theme. Like what keeps me from getting to my sweet spot, um, both energetically, both physically, both mentally and emotionally. Um, those boundaries have to be set. And I would say ancestors has been a key theme. Um, as a lot of you are, you know, still, we're still clearing for the ancestors. And I know that the ancestors are like a big cheering squad right now, too, um, for all of the work that we've already done. And, you know, kind of like, like, can we come out of the shadows for a little bit? Like, I just want to come out of the shadows for a little bit. I've just got to say that. I want to come out of the shadows for a little bit. I mean, obviously, if something comes up that needs to be addressed, like, I will quickly do some shadow work. But I don't want to sit in the shadows right now. Shadows, to me, is for autumn. And I just want to set that aside for a little bit. It's like the darker parts of the year. I just want to set, like, deep shadow work aside. And let's have some fun. Um, for a little bit, let's have fun for the month of March, which was part of the other card. Fun is required right now. So all these themes go together. And I'm going to make note of all these cards because I'm sure they will continue to come up throughout the month as we do all the other podcast series. And since we're getting on to 45 minutes now, the last thing I want to do is read the March energy story. This is a continuation of the story that we have been working on since the beginning of February. So in February, we started a story with the Mist Vamp and the Guides of Tessa Locke. And that story fed into the Healing with Avalon series. And I thought that the Healing with Avalon series was just going to be, you know, a couple, like a little mini workshop, but I think that we will be working with Avalon for uh, quite some time now. We're going to keep going with Avalon. It's one of my um, home bases, and um, I think there's a lot, a lot, a lot of work and stuff we can do through Avalon in many different areas. So let's just re-recap so you understand where this is. If you haven't heard the story at all, you can go back and you can listen to the story. Um, It's in the Healing with Avalon series, and you can just find those. So there's two. It's the February-March, February forecast had the very first chapter. I may, I'm going to have to 
put these out somewhere so you guys can read them too. That way, if you if you don't have time to listen, you could just quickly catch up. Chapter two was Jenna going to Avalon to meet with Merlin, and she's just kind of there, like they're just kind of hanging out, I guess, doing some stuff. Chapter three was the whole thing about um, the Boston song and the man I'll never be, and it was a divine masculine healing. And we got um, connected with Rutger, who was our divine masculine in the series. And he he himself was working with the Mist Vamp up at the Glastonbury tour. And he went into like a deep dream state and astral traveled and met up with Uther Pendragon. And he and Uther Pendragon um, were going home to a castle because Uther Pendragon had been away at battle for quite some time now and was wanted to go home and reunite with his queen and was bringing Rudker along with him for some fated meeting. So the end of that chapter was the two knights, one older and more experienced, and the other, clearly having some sort of astral travel journey, shooed their horses forward. This time, Redker thought he would see this woman, but not before he woke up from this stupid dream. And so we continue for March with, of course, and these are, if you're not familiar, these are all channeled stories. Um, all of my books that I write, everything that is written to the podcast is channeled through source, my son, um, down through the personas that are in the stories through me, the channel. And I just, you know, bring them forward through like automatic, you know, people call it automatic writing or channeling or whatever, just, um, stream of consciousness writing. So this chapter was, is called the union. The horses made their way up steep hills and down into misty valleys, the way home already pre-programmed into them. Rudker, up on his horse, was still perplexed about this dream. Was he still at the top of the tour? He felt the mist vamp surround him, although to him it just felt like a cozy blanket of fog. Up ahead, Uther Pendragon was singing an old song about the love between a knight and his lady-in-waiting. Okay, so let me keep going. I forget this is the part where I could get emotional. Um, so there's many metaphors built into this. Just so you know, metaphors and meanings, if you're looking at the story from that direction, are going to be coming out very heavily right now. And then after I finish reading this, I'll share with you um, the metaphors that have come up for me. So could you have a dream within a dream, Rudker thought, as he started to nod off on top of the stallion. He went astral traveling back in time to a space he had been in another life. There had been a woman there. A woman he had loved dearly, but she had been promised to a king. He was, by all intents and purposes, her lover, her twin soul. But she was not to be with him. It was against a knight's code of honor in that time to have a wife. There was no need to bring a family into the world when one might never return home from battle. The king had determined that his woman, soon to be queen, had a lover. It was against the odds and the rules of his kingdom. He couldn't have a queen he didn't trust. Yet still he wanted this woman by his side. He worked with his mage to come up with a plan. They would send the great knight away into battle, and they would ensure that he would never return home again.
They sealed it with a blood stain from the king's finger, and the order was given. The knight was to leave for the bloody battle in the morning, and because he was a general, he would take his army with him. The knight and the lady had one last fleeting moment together before the knight was to leave at dawn. In those hours, they shared their deepest heartfelt love and feelings with each other, and as a testament to their love, they each pierced the skin of their palm with the knight's dagger, and they made a vow. They vowed to never, ever be apart, not in this lifetime or any other. They vowed they would always love each other, and they vowed to always return to each other, a vow they both vowed could never be broken. The knight shuddered awake as the stallion bullied over some rough rocks. He felt tears on his cheek. He needed to know more. But for now, he followed the Pendragon over rocks and streams, certain now that the answer to his quest would be found at the castle. As they rode, a fiery curtain of light appeared up before them. They brought the horses to a halt. In his dream space, Rutger felt heat and an intensity burning. He felt hot and needed to open his eyes. As he did, he felt someone hovering over him. Or, or was it something? It appeared as a man, but when he looked closer, he saw a lion's mane. The man reached a hand out to him and in an ancient accent beckoned him to follow. I have something warm for you to hide out. I have somewhere warm for you to hide out, the fiery lion shifter said in a deep baritone that sounded like earth and crackling fire logs. Just follow me. And as Rudker, who felt yet again compelled to follow, let the lion shifter lead the way, he felt a deep burning desire inside. He knew he needed to get to that castle at all costs. Oh, you guys, we're going to keep building on this story for March. What I can tell you about this is... For any of you that either are, are in union with your twin, want to be in union with your twin, know who your twin is, or have absolutely no idea on this earthly realm in this lifetime who your twin is at this moment, that story was a coded transmission and will invoke a past life regression memory of you and your twin, who you both were, what are kind of what is kind of your backstory. It's not going to be that particular story, but a past life regression. It, it could come to you in a dream. It could come to you when you're meditating. It might come to you when you least expect it. But this is going to be the 5D kind of hologram of your twin, like reaching out to you to awaken this past life memory between the two of you together. And that is in essence, for those of you already, what's going to start your spiritual union journey to your twin. Oh, I'm so excited that I'm bringing this to you guys. Oh, oh. My 
journey to my twin started at the Lions. Well, it started obviously been with my whole life, but it started like that kind of a past life thing. Lionsgate. This is so interesting. It started Lionsgate 2018. Lionsgate 2018. This type of past life thing came in, and and we have a lion shifter. So cool. So maybe this energy, this particular energy, will be working with you. Um, they keep saying through November, so we'll see where all that leads. So we're going on 55 minutes, 40 seconds now, and I'm going to check in with the guides. I'm going to pause for a second and see if there's anything else they want me to talk about for these March energies for part one of the March energies forecast. Okay, so they are saying that is all. They are complete. Very exciting. So I am really jazzed about the month of March. I'm excited to be coming out of the shadows. I want to work with all this fire energy. Fire is not normally my element. I'm more of a water girl. Um, so we'll see, you know, fire can burn. Let's see. How it, let's have it burn us in a good way. Let's see what all this Tantra is about and unity and union and how it all is going to come together um, as we bring all the podcast series episodes forward for the rest of the month. And if you're listening to this when this drops, then the next time I see you or that you'll hear from me is two days from now at the community hangout. I will be live on my Instagram page, TLC for the Soul, and I'll also be streaming live on YouTube at TLC for the Soul. So thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you again in the next podcast episode. Take care. This episode has been brought to you by the Thunder Rose Ranch and Forest, a sacred place where the beings of light surrounding its etheric location are here to teach love to all humanity. We want to thank you so much for joining us. Take care.